And now, a page from the Diary of Flo. Dear Diary, there's something about protecting people's homes through Progressive that inspires me, because I just had an idea for a book. Well, it was originally an idea for a movie based on a play inspired by a podcast. But the idea is how you can save when you bundle home and auto. Hmm, might not be the best idea for a book. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Maybe a radio commercial? Guess we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Yo, what up, podcast people? It's the one and only legend of winning, a.k.a. Low, And we back with another episode of the All Top Podcast, a.k.a. Derrick Rose last and final year in the NBA. Shout out to my man, <laughs> Derrick Rose over in the corner. This is going to be his last These podcast year. He's going, names is he's, progressively getting worse, by the way. He's he's retiring this year, and he's going to be a full-time podcaster. Shout out to my man, Agent Zero. Say what's up, man. Uh, I hope you weren't talking about me doing the retiring. Low-key, I'm not, not going to lie, though. That was a terrible podcast name. It I'm, was. I'm very I'll, bad. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give myself It wasn't even a, a podcast a name. It was, a, it was worse than the Drake one I did last week. It was, it was, it was a statement. That really wasn't a podcast. Yeah, name. We'll yeah. go back to the corny ones. Go back to, yeah, the, okay. to the pick and pops. Uh, I need everybody to the know. On-ball defense. Name this on-ball that defense. low messed up the intro, but edited it out. So, uh, just want to put that on the record, that he did mess up an intro. We have both messed up one, officially. Uh, it's been a minute since we came. I've low. messed up way more than one. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, if I feel like if I don't hit low up about the podcast, we go a whole month without recording. It's, it's amazing. You just I, went out of town. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. I gave low. I gave low some days to hit me up and say let's record. And he, he how made, how am I supposed to know when you're back? How am I supposed to know if you don't you hit just, me up and tell you have me to you're ask, back? And when you back? When you want to record? You didn't say none of that. I just, <laughs> as, no, as, as a side note, you hit me up. This man hit me up at like. Two o'clock in the morning, like, yo, you ready to record? I'm like, bro, I'm sleeping. What are you talking about? No, I just wanted to know when you wanted to record. I said podcast question mark. Just because no, I no, 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 see- no, 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 not not today. I'm talking about like before you went to Detroit. You hit me up at like two o'clock in the morning. And you're giving the people like, the evidence they need that I keep hitting you up. But Lo, you two o'clock first. in the morning. This- this two is a o'clock. one-way relationship, Lo. Come on, no, man. No, it's not. Get the fuck out of here, Agent. Nah, you got to start texting first, man. I'm telling you, man. But anyway, uh, we're here now. I that I text first. Yeah, we're here now. Um, and we're on the pod. Lo, a lot of stuff has happened right before we started the pod. Lo was uh, talking about DeMar DeRozan was in the news a couple weeks ago before the All-Star Weekend. He put out a tweet talking about how the depression was really getting to him. And DeMar DeRozan is one of the more playful, happy and charitable people in the NBA. You see him a lot if you follow his Twitter, doing this for Compton or this for Toronto. And uh, it's, it's kind of just maybe a left, a curveball, let's say, to see that DeRozan was having struggles mentally. And of course, low, I was in some chats and some online chats. You know how the internet can get. And they, were, they did not give a flying soul. They were just going at DeMar DeRozan, calling him DeMar Depression and shit. And I, I kind of felt oh, bad shit. for Demar. That's kind of y'all low key. That's kinda yeah, funny. yeah. So he's going through some that's stuff. Low. Funny. I'm gonna kick it to you, man. It's it's weird to see an NBA player open up about it. What do you think? No, I mean it's just a reminder that even though they are taller than the average man, they're stronger, faster, more athletic than the average man. They're still regular people that deal with everyday problems and um, money. People believe that money will, will solve a lot of problems, but if, if you have um, any type of mental anxiety or any type of mental depression, like th- those are things that are just going to exist in your life um, 
regardless of what type of wealth or financial gains that you've been able to accomplish throughout your career. Mm-hmm. So, and, and what's even crazy, DeMar DeRozan just signed the largest, um, yep. he's, he had the largest contract of his career. So it, it obviously it just clearly shows um, how, how, you know, financial gains will not erase your problem. So I'm, I'm happy that he did um, decide to open up about it because he, even he openly admitted that he's getting at a stage of his career and his life where him opening up more so about it will potentially help other people that may look up to him, especially younger audiences. And I think, I think that's definitely something that I applaud DeMar DeRozan for because he's a, a player time. that's starting to really show his face in the league. And I, I enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I'm going to tell everyone off rip. I have money, right? And before I had money, I was $40,000 in debt in college, and I didn't know how I was going to pay that off, and interest is going to pile up. Really, all money does is relieve you of the stress of not having to deal with not having money. Having a surplus of money isn't really anything. You could buy as much clothing, whatever as you want. And I think that's the point you get to, you know, I mean, I have money, but I don't have DeMar DeRozan money. DeMar DeRozan's getting to a point, he doesn't even know what to do with all the money, right? And so... He got to that point. A lot of people believe. Anyway, without getting into all that, I respect what he did. Definitely, there's people that watch the NBA that are dealing with this, that are going to see this, and 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 it's going to allow those people to be able to cope with it better because it's, it's kind of challenging to talk about this kind of stuff. I mean, I don't ever have to deal with it, but I can only imagine what that convo would look like if I talked to my parents or my friends about that. A lot of people would be like, why? You have all of this and that and this. It's not necessarily about what you have. It's just, it's, 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 it's a thing that people have to deal with. And, uh, you know, a lot of people like to say, and Dave Chappelle said this in one of his stand-ups, though. Anytime he was sad, remember when he left to Africa and he just kind of dipped out on that, was a $30, $40 million Comedy Central contract? Uh, a lot of people were telling him to keep his chin up. And he did a whole bit about how keeping your chin up doesn't really do anything and just kind of let the person deal with his own issues without trying to intrude and find solutions. Hear them out. Help them out if there's someone in your life that's dealing with something like this. But shout out to Damar. I guess people like us are having this discussion now because I think he was the first player in the NBA to open up about being depressed while active. Which is is why I I really applaud him. Because if we just go back through NBA history, especially during the um, 70s and 80s, a lot of people were dealing with their problems through other outlets that weren't productive to their careers. Do you mean cocaine? I mean, I mean, cocaine, <laughs> I mean, but you, you can go further than that as well. I mean, cocaine, prostitutes, alcohol, yeah. like there's a whole bunch of other outlets that people utilize and, and it ends up being the detriment to their, their careers. A lot of players' lives and their careers were were lost because they were struggling with problems outside of basketball that would consume their life. And because yeah. it would consume their life, it would also alter the type of person and player that they became. So... When it comes to just the growth of an individual player, I mean, and as a person, I, I applaud DeMar DeRozan for highlighting whatever problems he was suffering from throughout his life. And, you know, you think he's great. Combo is great with Kyle Lowry. You think they had, do you think they talked about that? Um, I mean, I don't necessarily know. I mean, I, I would assume that it, it's at some point of his life, especially probably recently since, you know, they've kind of understood that Kyle Lowry is going to be there for the long term that, um, him and Kyle Lowry had a conversation about it, and especially since he opened up publicly about it. And I'm pretty sure him and a few people, not just Kyle Lowry, but a few people, they, he probably opened up more about that part of his life as well, which is another great thing because 
something like depression is not something that you can tackle alone by yourself. And I think that's probably a big thing that he even referred to in some of the interviews that I uh, listened to. I'm not going to front. I, I just watched one interview. But he was basically just talking about how... Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was Lo, he was Lo had all the intel, man. <laughs> no, nah, but he but he, he was he was talking about how like yeah, yeah when he was when he first got in the league like he just wouldn't say anything to people and now he's he's definitely opened up which again is something that I applaud him for because it, that's not something that you should try to take on yourself especially when you're around people that you feel comfortable with that allows you to feel as some form of ease with your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Um, so shout out to Demar. I mean, showing Toronto some love. They got a win the other day, and Lo, uh, I'm gonna be courtside in their game tomorrow, which should be fun. So, oh, so you dating somebody on the team? Why do you think? What? <laughs> how did? How I mean, normally, that normally, normally females get around a little courtside, a little closer to the closer to the. No, that's right. I take that back because they normally have like the side chick section. In the arena, that's what they have. Why, they have why would you think side chick before celebrity? Which why would you think that, Lo? Oh, because you're not a big enough celebrity for someone to get used. Nah, but like, tickets. like for example, let's say an actor wants to show up to a game, he he get a link and he get a court side ticket. Why is that anyway? Because you're not weird. Yeah, because you're not big enough. You're not a big enough celebrity to get court side like, tickets. But think like a low tier people in Toronto that play basketball will probably know me, like twenty percent of them type celebrity. But with, but with any, I don't think any of those people will be in in well enough connection to give you a courtside ticket. I would more so view you as someone who's like a groupie or a side chick <laughs> yeah, who got this guy is, Yo, the amount of disrespect I'm handling today is, is crazy. I'm just bro. saying that doesn't. You, you're not. You're not. I mean, come on. You just you low key just try to put yourself in the conversation of like of like um uh Nicholson and uh no and, no uh, Chris no, Rock and, and shit no. like that like that's what you nah, basically they, did. they wouldn't they wouldn't turn the camera to me and be like that's Chris Rock and that's Agent Zero <laughs> they wouldn't do that but that's shit. the reason why you're in you're the side chick that's what right, I'm saying whatever you're the, you're whatever the side chick. I, I just wanted that it was such a side piece you're side the group yeah you're a side piece yeah exactly uh, okay. you're a side right. piece I'm happy you know that so Yo, I will moving be going on. to that game like, Whoa, no I'm not even gonna lie who they playing who they playing who they playing uh I have no idea. If it's a trash team, then you're right. You might, you probably did. Someone probably didn't know you. They throw you a, a, a bone real quick. Yo, if it's a no, side, why can't you just show? Team. It's it's the Hornets. If it's the Cavs, oh, that's yeah, that's a trash team. If it's the it's Cavs, you're team. you're not getting no courtside tickets to the Cavs unless Lo, you're unless unless you're someone's side. I'm gonna need you to start respecting me, man. I'm gonna need you to start respecting me. Is Lo. it the Bulls? Right. Is the Bulls? I just said it's, it's it's the Hornets, man. Oh, okay. I thought you just throwing a name out there or something like that. Okay. No, no, no. All right, yo, All right. Move, yo, moving on though, we gotta move on. Yeah, that wasn't the topic. I was just bringing that just, up before you jumped on me. On. Nah, you just you bugging, yo. Because we, I do want to talk to you about this. This Jimmy Butler and Jay Crowder thing is a, is going a little too too much going on right now. So Jimmy Butler, despite the fact that he's out and he's probably gonna be out for for the rest of the regular season at least, he he out here just handing people. Whatever he can. Like, he's just giving people the business. He's serving people. First, he served Lou Will with a, a massive challenge. Like, yo, if you really want to you want to get this all-star selection, bro, play me one-on-one next year. We really going to see who about it. So then that happened, which Loki, I, I, I don't think I said this enough. If Jimmy Butler wasn't going to play, just let Lou Will play. Because Lou Will, I, and now it's starting to dawn on me that he may not ever be an all-star. And this year definitely should have been his year. Um, But... The, then after that, him and Jay Crowder got into some beef. Like they, they got a little, they got a little, they got a little physical on Twitter real quick. You know, you saw this? Yeah, I saw it. 
Lo, come on, man. I'm always first to news on Twitter. You should know that. Stop. Cut it out. So, first of all, Jeff T just checked Ricky Rubio. I don't know what that was. That was that, that was. was by the way, could we pause? I enjoyed that so much. Could we, I wish not not like injuring folks, but could we just like check people every once in a while? It was so satisfying to see him fly across the floor. Anyway, keep going. I agree. I think I think physicality when it's in control. And that's the problem that it gets too out of control. But I, I would love the NBA to get a little bit more physical because the way that certain things are progressing, especially James Harden drawing fouls, is just ridiculous. But <laughs> this man, uh, Jetty checks Ricky Rubio. They get a little chippy. Um, Andrew Wiggins is just trash on defense. I know people are gonna be like, "Oh, he had a, a 20, 27. Yo, you, know, you can 20, you can talk about the Tim rules that were bashing Andrew Wiggins. Keep going. I'm up. just saying he had he had a trash. Trash game, and then Jimmy Butler went on Twitter, start giving him the fingers about like, yo, if anybody want that business yet again, we gonna handle that business. And I think then did he single out Jay Crowder? Yeah, he did. And then Jay Crowder was like, bro, like you know where I live, you got my number. If you really want to do this, we can do this. First of all, Jay Crowder, you have to stop being a fake tough guy because that that act is getting really, really. Jay, old. You know what? Some people on Twitter called him an enforcer. An unenforcer. And then, like, they just call him an enforcer. Like, what is he enforcing? <laughs> what am I missing here? He didn't really do anything when he gave him the option. He didn't lay hands on the guy. I guess technically it was a smart move. He would have got ejected. But you're not enforcing anything if you're just going to step up to someone chest to chest and stare him down and claim you don't want no smoke later on Twitter. Um, but they have each other's home address, and, and he said, you got my number. So I don't know what that means. What's going to happen when he pulls up to his house? I mean, I'm assuming they got families. They're not going to start duking it out in front of their families, are they? Like, it was just words being traded back and forth. And the second I saw Jimmy Butler's tweets, he said, surprise, bitches, I'm back on Twitter. And then he, he went immediately at Jay Crowder. I was like, someone's going to come with the Twitter fingers reply. And it happened to be uh, Jay Crowder. But anyway, I think any kind of conflict or controversy or drama is a form of entertainment, in my opinion. So the next time those two actually go up against one another, which, I mean, looks unlikely this year unless it's in the playoffs, it's going to be a lot more fun to watch. It's like a whole new storyline based on Jeff Teague bodying Ricky Rubio. But it was pretty now, entertaining. I'm not going to lie. Twitter kind of went wild last night. Yeah, but but that's not that's not the real question that we want to know. And on a one-on-one basketball, obviously Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler will destroy Jay Crowder. But yeah. if they throw in hands, who who's coming out victorious? Jimmy Butler, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I would. I would probably say Jimmy Butler as well. I just. Okay. I, don't know, I think. I think that's what we're trying to figure out. Like, if if they were throwing hands, who would actually win? Maybe like one of them is trained in jujitsu or something we don't know about, right? And surprise, like he does like an arm bar, and he's like, "Damn, right?" Who knows, man? Uh, but assuming oh. that they don't know any MMA, then I think Jimmy Butler has size on him too, right? So he has an advantage. Yeah, it's not. It's not a crazy amount of size though. I would. I would hope though because. Jay Crowder is such a like mediocre starting player in the NBA. Still a starter, but mediocre. That he would have his hands and other things off the court. And I would, <laughs> I would, I would hope that he would be fighting like off the court. Like I hope he would just like whenever no, that not... moment comes. Like I just, I would hope that's what would happen. No, no, that is horrible thinking, Low. Just because somebody's not a top tier player doesn't mean they're spending their time doing other things like learning mixed martial mixed martial arts. 
I mean, some of them might know it just for conditioning purposes or for, like, hand-eye coordination or for core strength. Or they might do a little bit, but none of them are going to be trained in that. Anyway, that's a... Uh, Lo, I have I have a question to ask you, man. What's that? Uh, now, I, I seen you on Twitter a while, man, and I, and I wanted to get you on the podcast on what? to ask on you. On what? Like, so you about to say something crazy. This, no, no, I'm not. It's a real question. Okay, no, okay, no. As a side note, though, as we continue with this podcast, this man, Agent, when we got into the to the Skype call, he asked me a question. He said, yo, you got something to tell me? And so now I'm freaking out throughout the entire podcast because I'm like, do I have something to tell this man? No, it's, it's all right, love. Just, you know, I won't forget about it, but you know, it's all good, bro. I'm not so, tripping, see, see, you're trying to set me up. So that's the reason why I'm not I'm, I'm setting really... you up, man. All right, go ahead. Go, go, man. Just go. This is this is a separate point, Lo. I saw you going in on the Detroit Pistons and Blake Griffin, man. So Which they are I, trash. I mean, he did perform horribly. I mean, I, they did well in the game that I'm. I was supposed to go to the Pistons game a, a couple of few, a few days ago. Yeah, and you I missed getting, it. You, so you getting tickets to trash teams? You're not really. You a side piece? I mean, it was the so. Pistons versus the Bucks. I haven't seen both those teams play, so I was excited, but I missed the oh, game. Oh yeah, you oh you going to the yeah? That's right, you went to Detroit. Okay, okay, okay. yeah, I yeah. I'm following, yeah. I'm following, I'm following you. So wait, 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 wait. It's it's okay when it's the Bucks versus the Pistons, but it was gonna be a trash game if it was the Raptors versus the Pistons. Yeah, because the, the the Raptors are a great team and the and the Pistons are out of the playoffs. As a side note, I'm 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 really starting to because I'm trying to jump on this Bucks bandwagon and like their half court offense is just so trash. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I've like it's it's terrible. Like I, there was moments I can't remember which game I was watching, but there's moments when they just went scoreless and it's like there's no way you can have Giannis on your roster and you go scoreless like for an extended period of time. But that, but that's be that's beside the point. So what were you saying? I think though? that's that's a lack of coaching, bro. It has to be because the Raptors had that same issue last year, and all it took was a coaching adjustment and a different type of play style. And that's low. Whenever an offense is so focused on running through one specific player, it starts to stagnate when he's not on the floor, and they have to learn to adjust because they're not used to getting reps without that star player on the floor. So just like OKC when they had Durant and Westbrook, or the Raptors last year with Kyle Lowry and DeRozan. When you're running through players all the time, it causes issues. So, I mean, just the way the NBA is going, just run it the way Golden State is running it. Unless you have a new meta, a new type of play style you want to bring forward, which it doesn't seem they have. And keep in mind, Lo, like I mentioned, Jason Kidd was fired in the middle of the season. So, I mean, it's difficult for an interim coach to just pick up uh, and, and try and create this playoff team into something that can muster up a first round and potentially like a second round win. Like, it's not going to happen, right? And we mentioned that. It's a new coach. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a new training camp with everybody and everything. But I wanted to ask you about uh, the Pistons, man. So, Blake has had a decent sample size of games. And of those games, when I tell you he is shooting atrocious from the three-point line. He's just shooting, no, no. He's just shooting atrocious, period. Yeah, he is. He like, is. right now, like, outside of the game they're playing right now, which, as we're recording this, they're playing the Miami Heat and they're losing. I don't know. I don't necessarily know if they're going to win that game. But as of right now, they are losing. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to take the time to look at Blake Griffin's numbers, but I saw that he was putting up some good scoring numbers, but everything else wasn't that impressive. You want me to give you the numbers? Because they might go hurt ahead. to hear. Go ahead, go. All right. He went from getting 22 points per game. He dropped to 17.8. But oh, yeah, no, I'm, that, I'm looking at his average. I was talking about specifically that game. But, yeah, go ahead, go. He's shooting 39 from the floor since he's a Piston. 39 percent. Jesus Christ. And from three, he's shooting 25 percent. If that's not if that's not some of the most atrocious stats you've heard in a while from a guy that consistently shoots from that far out on the floor, 
I don't even know where to go. Like, honestly, it'd be really cool if he just started to take up stand-up comedy. I think he's a pretty funny guy. I don't know if you've seen his stand-up comedy, though. Blake Griffin's a pretty hilarious well, dude. Well, I see that, that. That's where I'm not. I'm not really willing to go that deep into oh, the. Oh no! I'm not, I'm not willing to go that deep into it because I still think Blake Griffin is a solid player. Here, here's the problem. There's three problems. No, you don't, love. Come on. Yes, you I don't. do. I still. I know. I think he's a solid. I don't think he's the same all star superstar. What overall would you that give many him? people? He dipping in the seventies now. What? <laughs> that's not solid. Come on, man. How is that not solid? How is that like 70, when you said 70 solid, I was thinking like eighty five, man. Eighty five? That's right. You can you can build your team around eighty five if you really wanted to. Look, no, you can't. But keep going. Yeah, I can, you can't. You can't. <laughs> but 80, 85 is a quality second option that from time to time can be the best player on the team, depending on the matchup, right? But Blake, here's three problems that's going on right now. One. Like we say, like we said it before, when they got the trade and where we are right now, Stan Van Gunny and the way he runs his offense, he needs spacing. He's obviously still trying to operate around Drummond, and the fact that Blake Griffin is attempting five three pointers a game while shooting twenty five percent from behind the arc <laughs> that is that is a clear indication. Of like I stated before, Blake Griffin cannot space the floor. I don't understand what people un- don't understand that we are in 2018. Someone with a small sample size converting on, you know, 34% from behind the arc. Just so y'all know, shooting 34% is still below league average. League average is around 35, almost 36 right now. Is so, it really? Yeah, he was. Yeah, thirty-five is like league average right now. Just so people. know. I mean, but when you take into account that usually bad shooters never shoot, I mean, the average. If there was like if Shaq was shooting consistently throughout his career and head ass, I'm not editing this out. I'm not editing it out. <laughs> no, no, I I get what you're saying, but like because I, I would give Blake Griffin some leeway, but he wasn't like right now. He's attempting five three pointers on twenty-five percent shooting. That's crazy. But the fact that he's that shooting under 40% from the field. And if we were just to remove, um, if we were able to, if we were just removing three point attempts and just looking at what he's shooting within the three point line is 45, almost 46% from, from the field. The rest just counting two pointers. That's still not good enough for a power forward. And I think that's the point that people are failing to realize that we're referring to a power forward. That's shooting this poorly, which thus brings me to my second point in power forwards in today's NBA. Unfortunately, they're not as valuable as they once were. You have to space the floor. You have to do all the dirty work defensively when it comes to switching. And and Blake Griffin, those are two things that he just is not able to do. But three and more importantly, I know y'all get caught up and stuck in the past because y'all still think Derrick Rose got a little something left in his legs. What does that have to No, no, uh, you'll, you'll see what I'm saying. And I know y'all still get caught up in all the all the old heads still talking about X, Y, Z and what they used to do back in the day. It's 2018. Blake Griffin was nice around 2013, 2014. That was four years ago, people. With the injuries and the removal of Chris Paul in his career has significantly changed the type of player that Blake Griffin will be moving on in for the rest of his career. Mm. And because of that... That's the reason why I said, along with Agent, that the Pistons were going to be worse. And also, as a side note, 
Stanley Johnson shooting under 30% from behind the arc. He's trash. I love, 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 love. And then they lost Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris was practically doing the exact same thing that, that Blake Griffin is doing right now, but much better from the field. So I don't understand like why y'all, and oh yeah, this, this, these assist things where people like beating their meat like, oh, Blake Griffin with nine assists. Like, first of all, <laughs> look at the turnovers. And two, is it really that impressive if Blake Griffin just stands at the, at the elbow and he just holding the ball and he just waiting for cutters that like, come on, like chill out. It's, it's not that impressive, bro. It's cool to have in your bag, but if you're not dominating in other areas, bro, chill out, bro. It's, it's not that impressive. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, now, Lo, you're gonna have to fill me in on a lot of stuff, bro. Now, if if you guys missed the video, man, I uploaded. This a video is trash. Day. Let me chill. Let me chill. Uh, Lo, I almost died, man. Like I had to take some days off. Are man. we talking was... about this? No, 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 no. I just wanted to say that to say. Like, oh, wait, let me, let me, yeah. let me say, let me say this though. When you, when you thought you was about to die. Why didn't you not? Why didn't you think of me, bro? That's what you should have thought of. Why would you say that, Lo? You should have thought about me. You should have been like, man, I'm, I might. I might not ever talk to Low again. That's what that's what should have happened, bro. No, not even close. I was thinking yes. about nah, nah, nah. Anyway, I was saying that to say, Low, <laughs> that in the last three to four days, I mean, aside from like a few things here or there, I have been watching zero NBA, which is crazy because I not only should I went to the Pistons Bucks game, but I would have bare time to watch all kinds of basketball games. So you, you got to catch me up and the podcast listeners up, Low. What are the hot topics going on right now? Hot topics going on. Really, really not much. People still trying to bounce back from uh, what's going on in the league. I can't believe this is like the transition that you're going to. And I still feel like you're trying to. Me? I feel like you're trying to. I still feel like you're trying to set me up for something that I'm supposed to I'm, tell you. Lo, I mean, you forgot. It's okay. I mean, you know, stuff happens, right? Am I, I'm trying to figure out. Because I know it's not your birthday. Because your birthday's in April, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, don't worry about it, Lo. It's just but whatever, see, yeah, I know. Yeah, I think, I think I know when your birthday is. I'm trying to figure out. I don't know what to tell you. Yo, don't, don't think about it, man. It's all good, Lowe. Okay, on, right. man. Just feel yeah, me. You're trying, to set, you're trying to set me up, bro. I don't yeah, know why you're fine. trying to set me up. But I'll say this, though. Um, I don't know what, what you're trying to make me say, bro. <laughs> like, you're really, you're really stressing me out. However, um, shout out to the um, Damien. Shout out to the Timberwolves. Oh, not Timberwolves. The um, Portland Trailblazers. Lo, you're tripping Miller. right now, my guy. Everyone, everyone is listening to this podcast thinking, yeah, why is he stuttering like that? What's because you? So I think you're trying to set me up for something for real, for real, and I can't figure out what it is. But before we even get to that, I do want to give massive props to the Portland Trailblazers and Damian Lillard specifically because Dame over the last, I think, like six, seven games has been bawling out of his mind. For those of them who don't know, and I understand, like the the three through six seed right now was tied. I get that point, uh, but. The Trailblazers are third in the Western Conference right now. They're third. They bounced up. Dame has been playing great over the last few games. Scoring outputs are just ridiculous. He's really going after it. Highly efficient as well. Clutch in the fourth. I think Damian Lillard is is by far one of the more underlooked players in the NBA, as we always say. I, I get that. But even as of right now, as he's playing much better, people still are not um, talking about how God dominant a player is. He what? took twenty. He, I, I'm just. I, I'm trying to look at the stats because I didn't know he was balling like that. Yo, he shot 27 shots one game, 25 the next game, 25, 25, 26. But he look at the, the scoring Kobe output, numbers. though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, look at the scoring I see output. It. I mean, yeah, I see. It. I just he got the Kobe numbers going right now. And I think <laughs> if, I, if who I think they beat like legit teams, if I'm not mistaken, no. 
Yeah, they lost to Utah, beat Golden State, beat Utah, beat Phoenix, beat Sacramento, beat Minnesota. They're on a streak, five streak. Yeah. Wow. Actually, they actually only beat one good team, and that's a... Well, Utah's a solid team. They're on the up and up. No, Golden State, Utah, and Minnesota. It's three. What's up? It's Justin from the Driving Dish NBA podcast. When I was in eighth grade, I switched from wearing glasses to contacts because I liked playing the game of basketball. And ever since then, I've had to deal with getting contacts, which takes way too long. You have to sit in the waiting room for a really long time. It always kind of smells weird in there. That all changed when I found simplecontacts.com. You show them a picture of your prescription. You pick the brand of contacts that you use. You put in your address and they're on their way. And so much cheaper than going to a doctor every single time you need contacts took me about 15 minutes right before i left for work and we're gonna save you 30 dollars off your first order with them at simplecontacts.com slash almighty or use the enter code almighty at checkout that's 30 dollars off your contacts at simplecontacts.com slash almighty or enter the code almighty at checkout just remember this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam they only do a test that makes sure your contacts are going to give you 2020 vision they don't write completely new rx's or examine eye health minnesota's um trash though oh no many get Min- <laughs> come yeah, minnesota, on bro yeah. you minnesota's just got finished saying they were nice like a few podcasts no ago, okay? i but now they lost jimmy butler i don't necessarily know which i think jimmy might have been playing i'll tell you that bit. jimmy might have been playing that low uh i to ask you something because uh, so I've been watching go, some bro. Timberwolves okay. games and, and 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 you've been pinning a lot of it on my guy Andrew Wiggins, right? And I don't really fuck with that, man. It, it hurts me that you got to do that every chance you get to take a I shot at my guy. I just tell the guys. truth, bro. I just tell the truth. No, but there's there's a new thing that's going on. And I don't think it's new. I think it's been going on for a while, but I picked up on it. And then I saw some people tweeting about it, and I was like, they noticed it too. There is this, there is this we'll call it a rumor from now, that... Carl Anthony Towns passes out of shots that if he was a more aggressive player, a more aggressive player would usually end up taking. So he'll have a shot in the corner and he'll opt to pass it out and maybe to get a better shot. But what a lot of people are saying is maybe like LeBron earlier in his career is he's afraid to take big shots or that he's passing up opportunities for left but is that? But is that, right is that Carl Anthony Towns' job on that team? Is it, is it, is it his job? I mean, I don't know. I'm asking. I, I don't I, think it's I, his... No, I know what you're saying because I don't really think... Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns doesn't really show up in like big moments in the clutch, which is definitely a problem. And defensively, he's, he's not where people had expected him to be, but... I don't no, really I'm just saying see... because I see Wiggins aggressive and willing to take shots, even if he ends up with 28% from the field on some Kobe but that's mentality. His, but that's his role. I don't know. Let's, but, let's but chill yeah, out on, the, let's chill out on the Kobe. Let's chill on the Kobe, Kobe mentality. Let's chill okay, out I'll on chill, that. I'll chill out on that. But, he, but, but he's a little bit, yeah, he is more aggressive, but that's his role on that team, though. That's him know, and man. Jimmy Butler's role. I don't think, I don't, I, I've never viewed Carl Anthony Towns as a player who's supposed to get it deep in the fourth quarter and is supposed to bring the team home not from, that, from a not close that. game. I just think he's he's slowly gaining a reputation as a passive player, which, I mean, could be I fine. Know, I don't know how you'd be a passive player and you, you, you second in points on this team. I don't, know how that's, I don't know how that's possible. I mean, I mean, here's the thing is, like, he's Carl Anthony Towns. If he wanted, he could bring the ball every time down the floor and they could run the ball through him. But, find what's, an but what's the purpose of that? What's the purpose of that? I mean, at the end of the day, you just want him to be able to perform his best. And I think I definitely saw him pass out on shots that, like, a, a good three-point shooter like Cat, who's shooting a great percentage this year, if I'm not mistaken, is about 42%. Uh, you would expect him to pull up and take those. So, I mean, when you compare percentages a lot of the time, 
you tend to miss out on the context. And as I was watching the games, oh, I you're noticed... definitely not about to persuade... you definitely not about to no, persuade... No, I'm not going to go that okay. far. Okay. But okay. I am going to go, go as far to say, I think the reason his three-point percentage is so high is because he's very picky about when he decides to shoot those uh, relative to other players on his team and in the league. So I don't know. Uh, it was just something I picked up on. Well, I wanted to when, ask when it comes to Towns and his inabilities, his three-point shot, I'm not really... That concern with he doesn't even really attempt that many threes a game. He only attempts three per game, and that's not like a lot. So I'm not really I'm not that concerned about Carl Anthony Towns in in those regards. In my opinion, it's more so his defensive ability and his lateral movement. That's the thing that really hurts him. Despite the fact that he should be a, a fairly lateral player because he's not like a, a heavy or big. So that's something that that I'm more so concerned about more than anything else. But I don't know. In my, in my opinion, I, I think I think he's fine. I think that that's not really his. It shouldn't really be his role. And even no, even as a three he's point cat, he's supposed no, to be that even, guy. Even, but, even, but even as a three point, even as a three point shooter, I'm not. I never really viewed Towns as like a high volume. I'm not saying. Shooter. I'm not saying just on threes. By the way, I'm saying overall. But I don't know. Uh, I, have, I have to watch the game to see what you're saying. I just I just had yeah, to watch it. Yeah. I just had to watch it. Yeah, I, it was neat because I thought about it and I was like, no, nah, it's probably just a couple games. And then I saw a couple people on Twitter like, maybe if Cat shot more times, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is a thing now. All right, uh, but yeah, so we'll see. The Timberwolves really got to step up without Jimmy Butler now, and uh, if they are going to do that, they're definitely going to need Cat to start being more aggressive, and of course Wiggins to start making more of his shots and playing more defense. So. You know what we we'll do need to it. talk about though, real quick. The Cavaliers being trash again, and Jr. We, we gotta do this every week, though. Jr. Wait, and Jr. Smith throwing. Oh, we definitely uh, gotta talk suit. about Jr. Yeah, Jr. Jr. Is bugging. All right, so the only reason I want to talk about the Cavs, and we also gotta talk about Russell Westbrook being trash as well. And so, and so, no, is I want to talk about Soup first. Go ahead. Okay, so I don't even know what really happened. I just, I just saw on Twitter people was going ham that this man was was he got frustrated about something. And threw a a bowl of soup apparently at his assistant coach. Now I don't necessarily know what was said in that conversation for him to be like, "I'm throwing soup at you," but if if I had to guess, I wouldn't be surprised if someone brought up the idea of Jr. Smith coming back off the bench because he's not playing well at all. Like I, I just think I honestly think that's what happened. And. For for people out there who don't know, he he is gonna suffer from I think I think a suspension. I think he's gonna be out, and I think he's out tonight against the Nuggets. No, 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 no. He was already out versus the 76ers. He's back now. He's playing the Nuggets t- tonight. Yeah, I don't think he's, I'm, I might be okay. I don't I don't, I don't I'm necessarily. No, I definitely play. saw a clip of him in the game. So yeah. Okay, okay. So he should have got suspended, but someone he okay, did. He did get suspended for a game, but that was a 76ers game. The Cavs lost that one. Okay, okay, okay. Lo, I was um, about, I was dead. I was almost dead, and I know about that. Lo, come uh, on, whatever, man. whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but, but, yo, if someone, I hope, I hope someone say, yo, Jr., you need to come off the bench because Jr. has not been playing well this season at all. Like defensively, he's not the same player. I know people are like on Twitter, like, uh, the reason why Jr. Smith's field goal percentage is so low is because he's attempting, um, he's attempting so many threes, and it's like I, I, I somewhat get it, but that's all Jr. Smith does now. He just stands in the corner. In attempts to knock down threes, Rodney Hood has come on his team and done exactly what he's done with nearly the same amount of three point attempts coming off of the bench while playing significantly better on both ends of the floor. So why not just start Rodney Hood? 
Damn, you can hop on the Rodney Hood hype train finally, Lo. I see you. Bro, <laughs> stop. We we were me and you were talking about Rodney Hood back when y'all had Terrence Ross. Y'all said T Ross on the team, so. Oh yeah, it's and not I like, made that trade for Rodney Hood for Ross and a, a pick. And, and I and I clearly said Rodney Hood is much more valuable than that. So <laughs> and so, so Honestly, I'm I'm, just, I'm aware. I, I just you, wanted Rodney Hood on exactly, the Exactly, you just wanted man. Rodney Hood, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm aware of who Rodney Hood is, and I've been aware for quite some time now. Because, you know, I watch basketball. But anyway, this, this is all I'm saying. Low, low, that, low, 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 low. I heard somebody hit you in your DMs between this and the last podcast. Is that is that what you wanted to say? No, that, that wasn't it. That definitely wasn't it. Because I was waiting but, at the end of the podcast. Now, you guys know, for whatever reason, Lo likes to bring up how everybody hits him in his DMs oh, all no, the no, time. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, let me tell you, this This is my master plan. For the people who are hitting me up in my DMs, I see them. What I'm doing is screenshotting them, and I'm going to make a collage out of them and put them on my Twitter banner. That's what I'm going to fucking do. <laughs> just, so, just so you know... That people legitimately hit me up telling me that you know nothing about basketball. So, because Lowe has never been hitting his DMs talking about I don't know nothing oh, about basketball. Oh, it's definitely not never. I hit him up last week and I said, Lowe, yo, that guy agent is wildin', bro. He knows nothing about basketball. And Lowe didn't respond. I had to double text him. I said, yo, that's crazy. And I basically gave Lowe what he wanted so that when he's talking about how people hit him in his DMs in the podcast, he finally has substance. Is that somebody finally it's hit him not, up? No, so low. Yo, trust me when I say, you're not the first person to, to Lo, hit you me are up. welcome, though. You, I, I finally... Not the first. Is that what you wanted to tell me? No, that wasn't it, but I just thought it was right, you, hilarious. You know, we got, okay, we got to stop right now. You got to tell me whatever you think I'm supposed to tell you or some, some, something. No, Lo, I, if you don't remember, it's fine, man. But I, you know, No, it's, it's not right fine. Now. It's not fine. I need to know right now, bro. No, no, we got to move on to the rest of the podcast. You're fucking killing me right now. <laughs> Yo, shout out to all the people who hit me up in my DMs who tell me that Agent doesn't know anything about basketball. Because, Lo, you know what's crazy? No, I'm no, no, because you, you know what is going to happen at the end of this podcast because we've been gone for a whole week. People been asking me, when are you going to give your top 10 or your top 5 list? And you say you're going to do your well, homework. We'll dedicate a, we'll dedicate a podcast to no, that. We don't have to dedicate a whole podcast to that. That's that's quick work. That's light work. You can just run off a top 5, no, top 10. No, because you need you need to justify your choices, right? You don't have to justify them that much, Agent. I mean, I would want to justify my this choices. Only, this only, if you, like, it, may, it may be like one or two people you might have to justify, but for the most part, a lot of them will make sense. So, Lo, I watched your video Mickey, about Charles Barkley, man, and it, it gauged my interest, man. I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know all of this about Charles Barkley. All I knew was when he was on TNT, he always got laughed at for never getting a ring, which is sad because it seemed he was a very good player. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm going to do this for you, Lo. And I, I'm going to do it for you because I care about you and I care about the podcast, man. I'm going to go out of my way to watch a bunch of videos and inform myself about uh, NBA history, even though, in reality, I have absolutely no interest in learning about anything that happened before Kobe was drafted. So, uh, I'll start with the 60s. Fuck the 50s, all right? I don't want to know Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. you going to start with the 60s? <laughs> well, Bro, just start with the 90s. The just, start, just start with the 90s. Just start with the 90s. <laughs> all right. now, you, you don't have to go that far back. Just start right. with the well, 90s. What happened in the 50s? Then... George Mikan did a dunk one time. Is that yeah, what Mike, happened? Mike and Jerry Lucas, Bob Cousy, a little bit of Bill Lowe Russell. Lo has a list in front 50s. of him as we speak. I'm looking at No, it it's not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a list. <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure who else is in the 50s. That's, that's about it. 
That's was it. was Bob Cousy in the fifties? Yeah, I just said I literally just said there. Oh, okay. Bob Sorry, I wanted to. I wanted to feel like a smart NBA head for a while. All right. Uh, I mean, but so it's I cool. It's cool. You don't know that and, much about basketball. And, and, and low, basketball no, it's, don't say that. I know a lot about basketball. I just don't know a lot about NBA history. See, I know where to. No, draw you, the line. you, you know a lot about the stuff that's happened over the last like five years. I'll tell you about no, ten, ten years. The last ten years. Ten years. Ten years. But uh, yeah, ten years is fair. Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of when I got really really interested in basketball. But if we if we wanted to do like an F one trivia or tennis or golf, I would I'll beat you in those. Uh, Cause I'm black. What are you talking about? <laughs> Lo, what you mean, bro? Black people play said different F1. sports too. F1, cut it out. F1. <laughs> I only used to only F1, F1 I know is FS1, and that's Fox Sport News Network. That's that's the only FS1. Oh, that was very F1 I know. You should never know about that. Nothing really happens on Fox Sports, man. I'm not you watch lie, Undefeated. Bro. I only I watch who? Undisputed. I be I be catching the hardest of AIDS when I watch that when I watch them, bro. They they just don't know what they be talking about. No, I think they do, but no, uh, they don't. Unfortunately, I think they I think they go out of their way to have uh to to make statements that are like mind blowing just to get ratings. But I, I think they I think they're smart people. I mean, they have a show cool. that's been successful. I mean, uh, being 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 successful in the lack of knowledge of what you're referring to are two different things. Would you say you have more knowledge than those guys? The only two people on Fox Network that I would say have more knowledge is Skip and Chris Broussard. Those are the only two that have more knowledge than you. Yes, about basketball. About basketball specifically. We're not talking about. So you don't think so, Shannon? Doesn't, I mean, he's a football Shannon, player, Shannon, but... Shannon reads off of a script that they he does. give him. He, he does have papers, bro. He, which he, is, ha- he has papers that they write the stats for him and, and swing a certain narrative, which is something mm-hmm. that's, that's really, really annoying when I watch that show. No, but every once in a while I notice on that show that they mention something in a perspective I've never really thought of it before, and it's usually Shannon doing it. I can't imagine somebody just handing him that script every single time. He seems like a passionate guy that wouldn't want someone to speak his mind for him. At least it's not. It's not okay. I'll I'll say this. He'll have a way that he thinks, right? And he'll have his his narrative that he wants to push. But what he'll do is he'll go tell somebody. He'll go tell the stat team or whatever because, um, what's his name? Skip Bayless actually prides himself on getting his own numbers and just knowing and doing his own research. But what Shannon will do is he'll tell his his statisticians to go out of their way to look for numbers that favor his argument. So if you want to, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure this is true, but I just, I feel like this is what happens. If he wants to know about like LeBron being clutch, he'll go tell his statisticians to go out there, find numbers that provide enough evidence. So I can go off on a minute or two rant about how LeBron is clutch and bring up hard core evidence about what happened. That's what yeah. he'll do. And and you can clearly tell he's looking off of a paper. It's like, bro, like I, we clearly see what you're doing. Like it's not that big of a deal. But Nick Wright and Colin Cowherd, they're terrible. Oh no, I don't watch those guys at all. I watch Undisputed sometimes. I definitely don't watch that guy. He he yo he has LeBron so deep in his throat. It's crazy, right? It's I can't ridiculous. watch that at all. It's ridiculous, yeah. bro. Like I love Kobe, but like you gotta admit, like there's certain things you can't run out and say like. 
you know, there's you got to draw a boundary. They don't have boundaries. They just say anything, regardless of how crazy it sounds. But anyway, I just, I just, man, it's so interesting, Lo. I, I just want to see where you put yourself on the list of knowledgeable NBA players. I'm going to get up there, though, and I'm going to say, Lo, your Charles Barkley video inspired me to help make that decision. Just when I'm kicking it, I'm just going to watch some documentaries and shit. Is there any, anything you recommend for me and the people? I feel like you're still setting me up for something. Like, I don't I'm, know I'm not what setting it is. you up. I'm actually. I'm just asking. <laughs> I, genuinely I feel like you're, you're setting me up, but um, no. What, what what I've actually decided to do is is spend more time informing people on my channel, make videos dedicated to certain players that people really don't talk about that much, or teams or events because I don't really know too many um, which call it uh, too many um NBA videos or um, NBA YouTube channels that do that. But shout out to Andy Hoops because he is one of the very few people in the community that that does do that. But he he spends he spends a short time talking about certain players and he kind of just rushes through things without really explaining it. So you know, but he does. So he does would you say low that you didn't know shit about NBA history before you started to make YouTube videos? Oh no, because uh, you'd have to research. I'm assuming that's how you learn a lot of your stuff. I think my understanding of basketball just as a, as a whole increase after me um doing youtube videos and this and there's certain videos that i definitely regret making because they're like historically wrong in a sense because <laughs> god damn they are i mean like I, I made a video like explaining how much help michael jordan had and then i go back and i'm like oh no michael jordan actually didn't have that much help at all actually. did you delete it no i didn't delete it. it's still up there it's still up it's still up all right, I'm gonna put that on my Twitter for the people that want to see low. You're so stupid. Facts. You're so retarded. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, anyway, yeah, I remember one time I did like a what if video about Derrick Rose. And I no 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 no. It was your what if video you did about Vince Carter. Vince, Vince Carter. Carter. And and yeah. I flamed you in that. I flamed you. <laughs> Yo, I wish y'all was in that Skype call. This man, I I call up immediately after I watched the video, and I was like, agent. That video is so wrong; it makes absolutely no sense. You got like yeah, li- you yeah. got like little to you got views, but you didn't get that many views as much you thought you was gonna get. And I yeah. was like, bro, this man agent said that he didn't even mention that Chris Bosh is on the team with Vince Carter and uh, Jalen Rose. Yo, you even- know what's crazy? In my memory, I don't remember them being on the same team ever. So I just kind of rolled with it. I'm like, I know the Raptors. I don't need to research this part. That ass. And then, even re- oh, my God. Yeah. No, I researched a lot of it. But that part, I was like, no, they were never on the same team. Huh? Would we have Vince Carter and also draft Chris Bosh? So, like, anyway. Yeah, that was definitely I almost wanted to delete. I think I ended up deleting that, actually. You don't tell uh, me that because I, I need to download that video. I mean, I think I have it on private. I could give it to you if you want to put it up on your banner. Face home again. <laughs> and, and also, you missed a very pivotal. I guess you didn't really have to talk about it too much because you was referring to the idea if he never was traded. But Vince Carter during that time period, real sus, bro. Shenanigans. I keep saying this. I feel like every single podcast. Yeah, you do. But Vince Carter, bro, he was real sus around at, at that time, bro. A lot of shenanigans he was committing, bro. You've you've mentioned time and time again, man. Anyway, that was uh, besides the point. We were talking to bring it back to the point about J.R. Smith throwing soup at an assistant coach. Uh, Damn, how did we, <laughs> how how we get that far off from the fucking um, topic? I don't, I don't remember. I think it has something to do with NBA history. I talked about Charles Barkley, and then we kind of went even yeah, further. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> shout out to J.R. He's back. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Rodney Hood began to start, but I think it would mess with team chemistry because, you know, JR is not going to want to sit bench to uh, Rodney Hood. But, but. but you might as – I mean, if, you, if you're really committed to this idea of stroking J.R. Smith's ego just because he's going to I don't to think help it's stroking J.R. Smith's ego. I think it's just doing what LeBron wants. You think LeBron wants? I don't. I don't think. I don't think LeBron. I don't think LeBron is that committed. I don't to think JR they got Smith. Rodney Hood for the. T- I think they got him for the future, right? They didn't get him for LeBron just so LeBron could be happy. Those are a couple of players that can operate now and do well. But I, even but if I LeBron agree, decides, but I don't. I don't think LeBron is so biased and so outrageous that he's going to tell himself like, Nah, nah, nah I don't give a fuck what Rodney Hood doing. We keeping J.R. Smith in the starting lineup. Like I don't think he's what that you crazy. Mean? Like imagine you're on the team and your name is LeBron. You've been playing with Jared Smith for a while now, and then a new player comes in, and I don't know. I mean, Jared Smith has always well, been. He must. Like, he must have ink. some nudes. Then he must have some nudes of of LeBron or something. He must got like some incriminating evidence. Of he said some nudes. What the f- like? He Whoa, must. Man, he must. He must. You, he must. I'm just saying. Like he gotta have something on LeBron. Why would you? Why would you say that? He man? has to have some type of dirt that could ruin LeBron's career for LeBron not to be like put put Jr. Smith on the bench. He have a photo of his real hairline. How about that? Why'd you have to go to nudes, man? Why would you skip to that? Because his hairline. Oh, I take that back, yo. If he has, what if Jr. Smith? This is this is dead serious. I'm I'm being dead serious. Cause I don't know if y'all know what what hair implants look like. When you get hair implants or some type of of sewing as a male, when men are getting bald, they have to actually cut. They have to actually like shave your head off where they're putting the implant at, right? And you have to shave it. What if J.R. Smith has a picture of LeBron, damn near bald? And he he's like he's like yo if you don't if you don't convince Ty Lue to keep me in a starting lineup I'm posting it on Instagram, bro. That is some ultimate blackmail. I could fuck with LeBron's image, which is weird. I met Ben Wallace uh, a few days ago. Bro, I don't and, care, bro. Like, was, I, don't, I don't care was, that no, your name. Saying, your na- I don't care your name related. dropping. I'm not your name dropping. I'm not I don't just care saying it. Dropping. Oh, by the way, no, nah, that's besides. I don't want to say that on the podcast. But oh, what no, I did want to say is he cut it. <laughs> he cut his fro, which is weird. And and we know Kobe cut his fro at a certain point, just went bald. I mean, LeBron never went bald. That could be a reality, you know? Is this one timeline very unrealistic? Because LeBron would definitely destroy his career when given the chance if he held something like that over him. But I think it's like a, uh, uh, just a funny alternative life, alternative timeline. Let me say. But you know, you ever watch Flash? They have different timelines going on at the same time. I'm thinking like that. He just anyway, need to cut his hair, that's bro. besides he the point. He just need, he uh, just need to get, get gone. And J.R. Yeah, Smith, you need to come off the bench. Rodney Hood is a better player than you at this point in your career. No shame in that. You're at the end of your career, about to retire. It's it's not that big of a deal, bro. Like no no one's not going to remember in your 12th year in the NBA that you were still a starter. Like no one no one doesn't care that much about your career, bro. Just come off the bench. And also, the Cavs. Even though they added more pieces, and even though not not saying that you agent, but there are definitely people who are on the Cavs nuts. Oh, they got all these new players. They're all young, and they're new, fresh faces. And you see the energy that they're giving, bro. They losing. They 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 went back to their losing ways. Shout out to George Hill because he can't hit a shot at all. Shout out to um Larry Nance because he gives up and down effort on the defensive end. He's always a really solid rebounder, but. Not enough effort on the defensive side. And and every now and then, J.R. Smith, like I said, he'll have a sighting, but it's very, 
very, it's in small spurts. Like, it's in small spurts, bro. So, like, I don't understand why y'all thought that them adding a whole bunch of role players made them contenders, but it doesn't. Like, like get over yourselves, yo. Wow, you coming at people's throats, huh? Yeah, I did say everything you just said right there. And I think it will provide more energy. I mean, they're no longer the oldest team in the NBA. I mean, they just came back from a JR suspension. They're almost about to lose heading into the fourth yeah, quarter against the Nuggets. Nuggets today. Yeah, exactly. Um, what do you what do you but, think what do you think George Hill's shooting splits are since he's been with the Cavs? Uh, uh, Let's go. Field goal field goal percentage. He's shooting forty two percent, right? So forty two percent from the field goal. Um, you're too yeah, high. Is that right? Too high? No, too high. <laughs> it's not under forty, is it? Say something else. What are you gonna say, bro? I, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I'll more. say forty one. No, lower than that. Forty. Lower than that. It's not lower than 40, so stop lying. Can you please keep going? We got a whole podcast, bro. Yo, low. it's not lower than 40, so I'm not going to go okay, lower than that. Okay, it's 37% from the field. What is he shooting? No. <laughs> yes, it is. What is he shooting from behind the arc? That's horrible. That's I'm going to be making fun of Blake Griffin. That's that's on a new... I mean, how many games is it, though? Because Blake Griffin had a 13-game sample. He's at seven games right now, George Hill. Oh, I mean, yeah, give him some time. Oh, you my know. God. Okay, from behind you the know. arc, what is he shooting? From behind the arc, he's shooting like forty five percent. Huh? How many? How, what? I'm playing. <laughs> I'm trying to say what? What Yo, is your shooting? reaction? Was a one, my guy? What is he shooting? <laughs> Hell, no, you're not shooting forty five percent. While you were doing this whole trivia, I actually booted up the the stats, so I officially have the answer. Oh my 27! god, twenty seven, and I'm rounding yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Yo, George Hill, bro, it ain't it ain't um. 2012. Nah, because he's going to turn it around because I was talking on the podcast about how it would be a perfect fit and everything. So he's going to turn it around. I mean, just because you said it was a perfect fit, that don't mean that it's going to be turned around. No, that's exactly what it means, man. I'm waiting for him to turn it around. You were still, you were still waiting on Bruno Caboclo to show some promise over the last three years. <laughs> but that was that was hope more so than anticipation, right? You was anticipating that shit. You was like, like you're, one day, you're, you're a Hawks one day fan. Bruno is going to have that game. Nah, That's but exactly you're, you're you a Hawks fan. You had a hope that they would win the championship. I never when they were hoped winning, that the, like, the, the, um, the Hawks would win the championship. Nah, you had hope. Don't lie. Cut it out. Cut it out. Um, also, OKC playing trash. What's up with OKC, bro? You ain't been watching games, though. No, because I've almost died. So, bro, that was like yeah, two days ago. Stop acting like you that that excuse you for not watching basketball for the last week. What's oh no, I had to take a I had to take a break on life. By the way, after that, damn, uh, you should have hit li- me up, bro. You should we should have talked about your your depressions. You know what I'm saying? I'm not depressed. I'm actually happier than ever. Literally, <laughs> I probably should have been dead. But I'm <laughs> all right. But nah, anyway, anyway, nobody doesn't care about that. Look, this man. Re- <laughs> I'm just playing, yo. But anyway, on some real shit though. Russell Westbrook. You explain the issue because I couldn't tell you because I haven't been watching the okay, game. Okay, okay, okay. I do. I have seen some exciting plays, like some clips on Twitter, but I haven't watched a game in the last week. For okay, me. they are on it on a three game winning streak. However, the three teams that they played are Orlando, Dallas, and Phoenix. So those are not like top tier teams. Yeah, I'm about to say they're not really that impressive of of, uh, of a um, a winning streak that they have going on right now. However, in the month of February. Um, and up until now, I guess, since they played their, their, oh, if really, we can just look at the month of February to keep it simple. So in the month of February, Russell Westbrook, 22 points, 11, almost 12 assists, 10 rebounds. So triple double, right? Uh, however, wow. however, Should we give him the MVP again, though. And that's, that's another question I was going <laughs> to ask guys, actually. However, nearly six turnovers. 
Jeez. Shot, shot 41% from the field, and I'm rounding up. Now, again, oh. Agent, we're going to have this this again. How What was his field goal percentage? I mean, his three-point percentage. How well you can make me check point? it out, though. Come no, on, you, man. You there's, no way, you know, there's no way you're going to be able to check this out anyway. I, I know you don't understand how to... Mean, you, know, you don't maneuver, think I know how to use advanced stats, though? Maneuver yeah. around um, basketball reference. What was his uh, three-point wow. percentage <laughs> in the month of slow. February? Yo, are you going to answer the question? No, I'm trying to find out the just guess, just guess, just guess, <laughs> just guess, just guess, just guess, just guess. So what was the question? Just guess. I'm asking for the question. The three-point percentage in the month of February. Uh, 25. No, 22%. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 15%. 15.6% <laughs> in the month of February. God. Yo, he's shooting 28% on the season, On the bro. season. On the season from behind the arc. And they're mocking Paul George who's shooting 42% exactly. on the season from three. Exactly. Come on, man. Also, but also as another side note, Carmelo Anthony. In the month of February, his scoring output dipped to 13 points per game. Despite <laughs> the fact, whoa, whoa, despite the fact that he's attempting nearly 15 shots a game. He's this, attempting almost as much as Paul George, but getting like half the statistical output in this terms man, of points. I don't, I don't think you just understood what I said, Agent. I said I in what you said. February, this man attempted nearly 15 shots, however, yeah. scored 13 points. That uh-huh. man shot 36% from the field. Oh. He, he got to the free throw line less than one time a game. Carmelo is doing nothing but jacking up shots and barely yeah, making we, them. Well, you got to ask the question, though. Is this the biggest fall off of a, of a star we've seen this year? Well, let me in the let, last five years. Let, let's let's get something very very clear. The problem that many people have, especially with Carmelo Anthony, is that for whatever reason, people just believe if you're a star in the NBA or a quote unquote star, because in my opinion, Carmelo hasn't been a star over the last three or four years now. Just because you're scoring points, that is not make you one of the top tier players in the NBA. You are just attempting more shots than everyone else. That's that's all that means. Carmelo Anthony, this has been the player he has been. Because if you're that great of a player, regardless of what team you go on, you should be able to find your way on a roster while still being efficient. Great example I think is Paul Russell George. Westbrook is like an outlier though. No, 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 he no, no. no, Paul George. Paul George is basically putting up the exact same points he was putting up last year. His efficiency right. has gone up. He's still an elite defender while being on a team with Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony. If you're Carmelo Anthony and you're attempting 15 shots a game, and this is now for the entire season, however, you're only scoring 16 to 17 points, that is, is, that's just you being inefficient. It has nothing to do with anyone else. That is you not being an efficient scorer. And that is just proof right there that he, he, he hasn't been the same player in quite a while. And I understand he's 33 years old right now, but the shot attempts and, and the misses that he's having are just, they're killing that team. But, do you remember? But go ahead, go, go. Because the bigger question is, should Russell Westbrook won MVP? No, the bigger question is, <laughs> why on human planet Earth did everyone think the Raptors were going to fall apart when Patrick Patterson left? First time I'm seeing his numbers, due to shooting 37% from the field. God damn, yo. <laughs> That's the guy that was going to break the Raptors, man. He's barely... Anyway, I guess I... As a side note, Patrick Patterson comes in the game and he attempts three shots. 
and and he and they're wide open and he breaks them, which is outstanding. Patrick Patterson, you're trash. <laughs> Why did yeah. they literally said told themselves, "Yo, Patrick Patterson, he's going to be the difference maker." Uh, <laughs> coming off the bench, uh. oh Patrick Patterson, God. no. But Yolo, who you think would win in a game uh, in a series? Best of seven, Raptors or Thunder? Um, I would say the Raptors. Me too. No the, bias. <laughs> you know what that is. You know, it's, you know, what's so crazy to me about Russell Westbrook, and yet this is about to turn into the Westbrook hate show. Russell Westbrook, for someone that talented, there, there's just there's no way that he should be that inefficient. And for someone that I, I honestly don't believe, when focused and when attacking the basket, there's I don't think there's anyone in the league that could legitimately stay in front of him outside of possibly like Kawhi and Giannis. But I don't know of another point guard that can stand in front of Russell Westbrook. And for whatever reason, Russell Westbrook has been one of maybe, the... Maybe... Uh... No, you're right. You said point guard. Go ahead. But the fact that Russell Westbrook is one of the least least efficient players the league has seen since the early 2000s, it is amazing to me. That, uh, that which is no weird. Remember when he played with Kevin Durant? I mean, I know they played an ISO heavy style, but like he used to just kill it with the pick and rolls, pull up jumpers. But he on was the elbow. Any, but he was inefficient then too. Russell Westbrook has no, never really been a but, vastly no, 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 efficient no. player. He, I think he's more reckless now. Back then, he was more calculated. Because he knew at the time Kevin Durant was the alpha on the team, and Westbrook was kind of like the sidekick. So it was it was it was a situation where he knew he couldn't just wild out and take ridiculous shots. Because Kevin Durant would be like, "Yo, if anyone's taking ridiculous shots, it's me." He doesn't have that guy anymore, and so I, maybe he just has like the green light to do whatever. I mean, we even seen him last year. I mean, remember that exciting game winner dunk he got, where he there was he had no business going for a dunk. They were up, and he should have been fouled and went to the free throw line. Yeah. But he went for a contested dunk instead. Like, it'd be plays like that where you're like, yo, you should never attempt. Uh, but in that case, it worked out. But in many cases, I've seen him take and just shoot his team out the game with inefficient scoring. But we've seen Kobe do that, too, plenty of times. But the, but right? the, but the difference is that Kobe will play elite-level defense on the other end where Russell Westbrook isn't doing that. And that's the thing that yeah. really that blows me away about Russell Westbrook is that for practically his entire career, he's been surrounded with other players that are willing and able to play defense at 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 an above average rate. Sometimes even at an elite level. This year, Roberson and Paul George, and early in his career with Serge Ibaka. So I don't I don't really understand why he can't play. I mean, they had defense. they had Cephalosha back then too. Oh, and, and Cephalosha. I'm sorry, I forgot about him as well. But yeah, you're right, Cephalosha. But I'm I'm confused to why he can't play defense, but defense at an elite level. And two, since he's not playing defense at an elite level, why 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 is he just so reckless on the offensive end? I just I never understood that. With so yeah. much talent and potential, I never understood why Russell Westbrook plays so poorly from time to time. Yeah. Uh you'd think that like all the attention he gets from his shots he's taking, that uh Carmelo and even Paul George would shoot a little bit better. I mean, Paul George is shooting the exact percentage as Russell Westbrook, but he shoots a higher percentage of threes. So for him, I guess the level of difficulty on some of those shots is a lot more challenging. But anyway, um, wow. I mean, I think the OKC is coming into their own. To start the season, they were a disaster. They're starting to get the handle of things. And with Jimmy Butler down and Portland's not, I don't think, going to be a threat to these guys. 
Uh, come playoff time, I'm sure Carmelo's going to step up, right? <laughs> it's been a while since he's been in the playoffs, but I assume he will. This is going to be a whole new team. Should be fun. Hopefully they wound up against like Houston or something. I'm sure Houston might go for like a 4-1, but... I just, I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like this season is really important to a lot of players' careers, including Russell Westbrook's. And I don't, I don't think he has the ability to really, really play around with what's happening right now. Because if, if that team doesn't succeed or, or they don't see the type of um, playoff success that they are anticipating, Russell Westbrook might be on, on a team by himself for the rest of his career. And I don't, I don't want that to happen to him. Lo, uh, how long do you anticipate the Knicks are going to be a garbage organization, man? They're not. They're not that bad. Porzingis is out. Every year, Porzingis is out. I Porzingis to, is out. Porzingis is out. No, but like every year, we talk to Knicks fans, and they they promise Waffle Man. That <laughs> I mean, he's he's one example that the team is better this year. Not only have they drafted this talent, but they have this talent who was developed, and they have this talent, and they traded for this talent. And it's, it's been so many years straight of the, just the team performing horribly. Part of it is, I think, just ownership. Uh, they keep getting into left and right with the scandals. I mean, they kicked, uh, was it Charles Oakley out the arena? Mm-hmm. And, and they show multiple times over the course of the last few years that they are one of the worst in terms of the ownership in the NBA. I don't know. I can't. I can't go down this rabbit hole with you. They are though. I can't. But they just are. So you put them no, in the category. Well, I was, I said, yeah, I agree with that. But this year they they could have made the playoffs. But like Porzingis got no, hurt. No, they would have made the playoffs. Yes, they were there. No, they wouldn't. Yes, they would have. Yes, they was. Yes, they would have. Yes, they would. I disagree. Because because uh, if, so, if you're telling me that the Miami Heat are going to be the the eighth team, I think the Heat are better than uh, the Knicks with Porzingis. I agree. But then the, they were also getting the um what's what's my man name um Tim Hardaway back. So I don't know, like, and they and they lost. That's the difference maker. <laughs> Come on, I don't yo. know. It's been it's been almost some. No, they, I mean, no, it's not like Tim Hardaway's been playing trash since he's been back. If I'm not mistaken, let me go. Let me double you check. can make that same let me, case. Let me not say that. Let me not say that. I not think say the that. I think the Nets would be a decent team without injuries, right? I mean, you what? could keep no, going. No, no, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Yes, they are. Jeremy no, Lin got off to a pretty good start until he got injured. Like he was only a few he games got, in. He got injured. His I thought it was the first game. I don't think it was. Let me check. Oh, here you go, agent. Now don't have me and let people come in my DMs. You, yeah, we gotta check before you jump to yeah, it. It was the know. first game. Exactly. Yeah. You but don't know it, what you're talking about. This man, dropped, this man agent was about to fabricate a whole season that I this man had. I yeah, you were. He was about I to said I said a few games. I said okay, one game, low. There we go. It was in the, not even the game, it was like the first quarter. Like but in that game, twenty five minutes and he got eighteen points. And he shot a decent percentage. What's a decent percentage? On, he took 12 attempts, and he has 18 points. What was the percentage, Agent? The, the percentage is 42. All right. And this was coming off of injury-riddled <laughs> season. So, guy, anyway. This guy. With, with, <laughs> I just think the Nets had a little bit more promise. But you can make that case for a lot of... If, if, but, if, I mean, if the NBA but, was injury-free... Jeremy Lin isn't Porzingis. You know so, if the, injury, if, if the league is injury-free, for example, would the Knicks make the playoffs this year? I don't, I don't think I don't, the answer is yes, I don't, man. I don't, I don't think so either. But I think they, they'll definitely be closer. What's that? That's worse. Who, who would want to be close but not make the playoffs? Then you get a garbage pick and you don't make the playoffs. This is the worst of both situations, man. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I just don't think, like, 
I don't think no one expected this year. I, I hope no one thought this year was going to be the year. I thought that this year should have been at bare minimum the year to figure out how good Porzingis could potentially be now that Melo is gone. And he definitely showed a lot of signs of development and growth. And I, I personally feel like giving him more, a few more years, he should be able to carry the mantle of, of the franchise player in New York. So I, I have no problem with Porzingis being that face. I know a lot of people are kind of skeptical of that, but I, I think Porzingis is completely fine. I think the rest of the organization, or at least the rest of the roster, is what they have to fill up, fill out at. But I mean, they're going to have another what top 10, 15 pick this year, which I think will again be great for the team. They need a, a more well-rounded uh. perimeter player. And la- last year, though. Picking uh Frank Frank Nealakina over Dennis Smith Jr. may be the detriment of that roster though, unfortunately. Why why didn't they maybe they thought they could trade for a point guard, so they figured why draft a point guard? Uh especially where they were at. Frank Nealakina I mean, is a point Dennis, guard. What are you talking about? I mean, I, I get that, Logue, but they ended up trading him away anyway, so apparently even though they picked him up. Wait, 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 what? What? They traded away Frank Nealakina? Am I tripping, Law? Yeah, you're tripping, Agent. Why do I have so many people in my DMs? Tell me you know nothing about basketball. <laughs> and then you say I'm something tripping. like this, and you're like, oh, yeah, they, they, they trading him away. What are you talking uh, about? I'm tripping, bro. I got him confused with the other guy who had a weird name. What are you talking about? Yo, you're bugging. Nah, but Yo, I... I, I you're crazy. Let's right, go. Just man. chill out. Let's, let me let me let me go on to the so, next. No, let's let me go to the next next topic. We'll just go to the next topic again because you just you don't know what you're talking about, man. It's sad. I'm, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try my hardest to edit this out, even though I'm not going to. I'm gonna try my hardest to really kind of help you out here. All right. All right. Ah, all right. All right. All right. All right. Yo, we gonna we gonna, how about this? We are gonna wrap up the video. I mean the podcast. Jesus Christ, we're gonna wrap up the podcast like this, bro. Um, I need that top five list, bro. That's what I need. Stop asking me for a top five list, my guy. Or, or you need to tell me what I'm supposed to remind you about. Uh, nah, I can't do that, bro. Cause you forgot, man. See, it's, it's been getting to me, you know. Uh, right, you know, it's just, I just I'll fly to Toronto and fight you if you don't tell me what I'm supposed to remind you about. I just, you know, I just expected more from you. It's all. But uh, it's what whatever, am I? Man. What am I reminding you about? I mean, this is all good, bro. You know, I'm not tripping. Am I know, so, is, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to remind you? Am I supposed to congratulate you? Am I supposed to like? What am I? What am I doing here? Don't worry about it, low man. The time, the time has already passed. I'm you know, so you agent, if you don't. Hey, you know what? The time. By the way, it was Willie Hernan- Hernandez Gomez, guys. If if the name is too long, I just start associating it with different names. All right. Sorry, Nilakina and Hernandez Gomez. All right, it was confusion there. But uh, you get what I'm oh, saying. Oh, I'm supposed to congratulate you that me the video that I was in on your channel got a million million point two views. No, that wasn't it. And also, you had nothing to do with that. So I had nothing to do with it. But I'm in your video, which is the most viewed video on your channel. Did you edit it, or were you the star of the video? Low. Uh, yes, I was. I don't know why you don't think I was a star, but yes, I was. You were not the star of any mm, video. Just to let you know. Interesting. Yeah. I definitely was a star yeah. of, of that video. Me and Swante was in. Uh, you weren't even in that video. <laughs> oh, you you definitely you was far from the star. <laughs> you was far. You the, you the furthest. Hey, did you know star. Houston was on a fourteen game win streak? Um, not really concerned about it. Regular season team. No, but it's a win streak though. It's impressive. Regular season. You don't team. you don't want to you don't want to see them go for the record. 
I mean, it's not enough games left in the um, season, if I'm not, if I'm correct. There definitely is, low, low. This what's the, what's the, what's the, wait, 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 what's, the, what's the record then? What's the record then? Uh, wait, what, what record are you talking about? You t- you're the one who brought up the record. How you gonna, how you gonna ask me? Oh, how you, <laughs> you gonna ask me what the record, record is? Yeah, I know. I'm saying you should have known it because it's, it's the Lakers got the record. I thought you'd know something like that because I know that's and I'm asking you right now what is the record? How many games? No, I know what the record is. I'm, I was but I'm asking you. you. I'm asking right now how, how many games. You're are telling the me to give you the answer. Basically. I'm not okay. Fine, I'm telling you to give me the answer. So tell me the answer. How many games are in that win streak record? Is is 33? I remember, man. <laughs> Agent, you're killing me, bro. You're it's so 33. Ki- you're ki- you're typing it up, Agent. We hear you typing. I'm not typing it. As a side, I remember because remember a few years ago the Hawks were going for the record. They couldn't stop talking about the NBA win streak record. The Hawks or the, only- or the um the Heat. The Hawks. When were the Hawks ever on a? I remember. I remember it was like 16 games in. And then left and right, I think the the uh, LeBron also got uh, pretty far. But I remember when the Hawks did it because it was memorable because the Hawks were finally filling up the arenas like 15 win streak in. Trust me when I say no, no one was going to no Hawks game regardless of how no, many No, I games saw the arenas. Were. They were full, which is I kind live of in Atlanta, memorable. The arenas weren't full, bro. <laughs> <laughs> them the arenas are never the- full. <laughs> I was watching the games, bro. The arenas were full, my guy. They were never full. Uh, anyway, hopefully the Houston Rockets break the record. They got plenty of games. I mean, they got 14 wins already. What they need? They need like 14, 15 more games left. That's what I'm saying. They need a lot of games left. Let me see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Nah, they need like 17, 18. Yeah, they're straight, bro. They, all they got to do is keep winning. They have to win for like this whole month and then still win a few more games in April. Hey, I believe in them, man. Hey, yo, with Dan Tony, anything is possible. I guess. I just, I, mean, I, don't, with- I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't even know if they should shoot for it, especially this late into the season. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, should, I don't, I don't know if they should like the... go into the postseason trying to shoot for that because I think that that ended up being a real, um, a real detriment to the to the Warriors when they did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. I fully comprehend. And I don't, and I don't, and I definitely don't need nobody giving no excuses to James Harden to why he played poorly in the postseason again. Nah, that's not going to be an excuse. I don't even... Did Golden State fans use that as an excuse? Yeah. I can't imagine they're like, but we did this in the regulars. That's a horrible excuse if you, that was what hey, you were playing. Hey, and, pe- and people over the past two years keep saying, well, James Harden, he has to carry so much offensively. And so I don't... Well, he did, though. I mean, until no, this year, I no, think no, 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 no. If you're going to compare him to some of the greatest shooting guards of all time, I don't need to hear nobody talk about what they carried offensively. I don't. You're right. Kobe Kobe averaged 35. So that's what I'm saying. And, uh, and was the best defender on the team. So I don't need. Yeah, to, I don't need to hear that. Yeah, when you put it like that, damn, it really explains why he got injured so many times in his career. Exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't need to hear nothing about that. He was really doing everything, man. He didn't give a fuck. If it was a preseason, regular season, postseason. It could have been a, a Drew League game. He was still balled out. That is. Uh, anyway, we we would just end the podcast on this note, low. You know what we haven't done in a while. We haven't done a highlight player. Bro, I need you to give me a top five, bro. Of what? Why are you so why are you so pretty? Because, like, why are you want Because so I want people I, I wanna I, I really want to know. Cause when we sound like we have these type of conversations, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanna know your top five. Top five what? I wanna know your top five of all time. I don't understand how you think you were gonna go on a basketball podcast and not like be prepared to give someone your top five. 
here, here's the thing. That's though. the craziest thing in the world. Like, what type, things, of, what type of shenanigans like, is that? What do you mean, Lo? How like how are you not prepared to have a top five or at least be in a, have it's a not conversation? About, it's not about being prepared. It's just there's not a there's not a conversation. How often you have that conversation? You see what I'm saying? And when you have a you, top you five, haven't you want to make sure. It. As a side note, Boston is beating Houston. But okay, go keep going. Yeah, hopefully they. Uh, I don't know. I was gonna say something so reckless. Yeah, oh my was, god, let me was. chill. You better say something real reckless. Uh, I just want to make sure when I inform my Lo, you inspired me. I said this podcast, man, and uh. I'm gonna learn more about NBA history, even though it's irrelevant. Um, there's no real point in going back outside of having these conversations for me. So I'm, I'm gonna do it anyway. On the and podcast, then I think, having the conversation, I don't understand why you don't think that. No, you just relevant. brought it up for the sake of we weren't having the conversation. It wasn't on a list for like we're definitely gonna talk I about top five it, but point like guards. At, at some point, at some point, we're gonna have that conversation. No. Uh, why do you? What's your infatuation with the with the all time conversation? Because I, because if I if we have, you fully said in last podcast, what what's the point of comparing eras? Why do people even do that? What was? Why do you compare comparing, eras comparing, so much? Comparing eras and just determining who's your top five of all time that that's not. But you would have to compare eras regardless of which way you put no, it. No, you can just you can just determine who was dominating during the era. But that's it's all relative because after. Every single rule changes. The game changes. The same reason why LeBron's excuse for the conferences we talked about was irrelevant because the rules change all the time. So I can't compare somebody in this era to somebody before a three-point no, line you, even you, existed. You, 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 you're just beating around the I bush. I can have a top five favorite, but top five best is impossible You're, you're beating around the bush. Be you're beating around the bush. Who's the best player of all I'm, time? I'm just being honest. Who's the greatest just, player of all no, time, Agent? It's Kobe. Okay. He's my favorite. I don't no, know. no, no, no. You just sat there and said, Kobe is the greatest player of all time. My second favorite. You want me to keep going? I can no, keep. I can name you favorites. favorites. I can go on with favorites, man. Uh, but yeah. We'll, uh, you know what? I'll prepare my... I'll have to pick a week where I'm not about to die. And we'll, we'll get down and get how about to the this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Top five players in the NBA right now. Uh, we had this conversation like a couple podcasts ago. Though. We did, okay. But yeah, yeah, there's no point in going back and saying it again. But it's pretty obvious who the top five are. So who's number one then? Just real quick, LeBron. Two. James Harden. Three. Actually, Kevin Durant would be two. James Harden would be three. Okay. Uh, four. Steph. And five. Giannis or Westbrook? I'm gonna go Westbrook. Okay. All right. Yeah, you see that is that simple because you can compare the same. They're, they're the same. Like, you see what I'm saying, low. When when it, when you start to compare the '90s to the 2010s, is there's there's so many different rule changes since. How do you do that? How do you play in a league where you can't shove people no more without being called for an offensive foul? I mean, now James Harden is finessing the system to get plenty of free throws, but that's going to be patched. The devs are going to come in and patch no, that. No, I don't think and they then, are. But anyway, as a in, in the James 2020s. How you gonna how you gonna compare what James Harden's doing now to the next great shooting guard? You know. Wait, speaking of James Harden though, and before we wrap up this video, this podcast, you didn't give me a highlight player. This podcast, I keep saying that. I know I'm not, but no, I mean before, it's okay. Before we get, People can hit me in my DMs, regardless. <laughs> Yo, my DMs are closed, by the way. So if anyone hits me in my DMs, they really care, and they already follow them. Oh, <laughs> um, what I'm about to say, my man James Harden. Snatched Wesley Johnson's soul out of his body 
Oh my god! And well, look, how did we not talk and, about this? I know, I know. That's why I got. We got to touch upon this. James Harden snatched Wesley Johnson's soul out of his body. Watched him on the ground, lifeless. Was like he did. Was like, damn, I'm that cold motherfucker. And then pulled up from three, and still made it. And turned around and shimmied all the way. I was like, oh my god! Why did Wesley Johnson spend that long on the floor? One. Two, why didn't someone come, like, if, if that ever happens, just double Harden and make him pass the ball to someone else. Because Harden can't shoot the ball after that. And three, bro, Harden should have been fined. I'm just all I'm going to say. He should have been fined. That was, that was so hands down, going to be number one in the top ten ankle breakers of the year. Very rarely do we find an ankle breaker that damn disrespectful. And usually it's coming from a player like Kyrie. Yo, Lo, when I tell you that animation was straight out of NBA 2K, that snatchback animation, that was <laughs> it was out of, and, and the tweets were going wild. People did like a Fortnite edit that to it. Shit was de- <laughs> Twitter was crazy that night. Twitter yeah, definitely. Was crazy. It was people who don't even, even though, watch basketball was like, oh my God, did you see that? I was like, all right, all right, we get it, we get it. But. I, I, Lo, before we end the podcast, we need more disrespect in the NBA. Like, do you remember when um, was it uh, was it Pippen who dunked on Ewing and then like he yeah, just walked over him? Okay, and he just and that, and that's another thing me 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 and a few friends of mine was having. One, I don't I think all time that James Harden is obviously like top ten, probably top five. But people like some people are like, oh my god, that's the most disrespectful thing I've seen. Like that Pippen dunk and Iverson stepping over Ty Lue, those are still more disrespectful than that James Harden thing. And and they never got a. Did, I mean, I think uh, Pippen might have got a tech, yeah, but Pippen, he didn't Pippen get ejected for that. Yeah, no, no, no. But when you get so, to a point where you're like stepping over someone, that's that's way too. Di- that's 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 a whole another level of disrespect. It, it sure is, and I miss those plays. The first time I saw that play, I was watching like a compilation, and it was like the top fifty dunks in NBA history. Lo, when I tell you, I saw that, and I couldn't stop rewinding. Just because not only did he dunk on him and, and push him to the floor, but he walked over him and then just with all kinds of disrespect walked back to the other side of the court. I think the only other dunk that made me feel that type of way was Shaq was dunking on some uh, some tall white dude. I can't, I I can't, I remember, what his I can't remember his name is. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, where he did a drop step, dunked nuts in the face, and shoved, when I say shoved, literally put two hands and, and shoved, shoved them to the floor and it in do, the most utter case of disrespect. And the dude picked up the ball and was like, oh, get out of here, Shaq. <laughs> I was like, bro, you're done. On that dunk, also, the Pippen thing was so crazy because after he dunked on him, he didn't like do a regular step over. Like, he purposely like opened up his legs and waddled yeah. over his head. I was like, bro, yeah. come on. And then proceeded to walk over to um, Spike Lee on the on the court side, and it was like, "Sit your dumbass down, Spike Lee," and kept walking. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, that's crazy." But also, because we we ranked them. See, I think I think that James Harden snatch back is a little bit more disrespectful than the Shaq dunk. But the other one, I don't think so. I mean, you but... it's debatable. But the other one was a Sean Kemp dunk where he dunked on a dude and he sat oh, and yeah. pointed at him. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, stop. But I would I would put that fourth out of these four plays we're talking about. But that was nasty, yeah. So James Harden, even though it was still great, it was it was a great moment. I don't want to like try to poo-poo her or nothing like that. It's, but it's not top five though, right? 
Uh, I have to go back and watch a compilation, but no, I just I, I just feel like, like, I just feel like we just named five, right? Did we not? We named four. We named four. Iverson, the Sean Kemp, Iverson, the, Sean Kemp, uh, Pippen, and Shaq. Yeah, that's yeah, four. Okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Is Vince Carter on Alonzo Morning? Is that five? Uh, I don't think that was as yeah, disrespectful yeah, as the right. one where he. I think the one where he jumped over the guy, but that wasn't in the NBA. Yeah, that wasn't that was, in the NBA. No. Yeah. I don't know that that Harden might be because I think it was KG that ran up to him and made it a lot more lit when he just yeah. when he just started to hype up. Yeah, KG after was going hard. Yeah. Over. By the way, we didn't talk about it, but Giannis jumped over somebody a couple yeah, weeks ago. That is true. LeBron. Jumped I mean, it over, wasn't LeBron jumps over somebody too. Yeah, but this was like a, he cleared the guy, and the guy was it like was Tim, it was Tim Hardaway. LeBron it was went, Tim Hardaway. LeBron was, I think. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the guy wasn't standing up straight, so it was a little bit. It was like Nate Robinson dunking on Dwight Howard in the dunk. But contest. the dude that LeBron, he had a little bit of help. But the dude that LeBron jumped over wasn't that tall either. I can't remember who it was, but he wasn't that tall. Tim Hardaway's like six three, six four. Yeah, and, and Giannis still anyway, jumped. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, that not? Giannis, is that, is that? That's. But I don't think that's still more disrespectful than. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's still more disrespectful. No. I don't know. I just I don't know. Like it's it's just certain things. I don't know. That James Harden might be top five most disrespectful things, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, it might be. It might be. We haven't really seen us. Was the floor slippery? What happens when you slip like that? Did your ankles like no? His his literally his ankles buckled. Like you literally like saw his ankles give out on him. Yeah, yeah. That's tough. That's yeah. It is really tough. Yeah, man. (laughs) Shout out to James Harden, man. He's. I think just like last year, man, he's he's one of the driving forces making the league interesting. At the end of the day, we kind of know what's going to happen and what the playoff scene is going to look like. And assuming no injuries is pretty predictable. But he keeps the regular season lit doing crazy stuff like that. Um, so I hope they don't lose today. I'm actually going to be cheesed if the Celtics win. Wow. Anyway, give us your give us your highlight player, man. Uh, We've been waiting. By the way, the Cavs did lose to the Nuggets. <laughs> they gave up 126 points to the Nuggets. Jesus we'll keep Christ. going. Um, highlight player of the week I got, uh, or highlight player of the podcast, I have uh, Damian Lillard. Like I stated earlier, Damian Lillard been going off over the past few games. They're on a winning streak. They're putting up numbers. Damian Lillard is having a phenomenal month or had a phenomenal month in February. And, and hopefully they're able to continue to push themselves f- fairly deep in the postseason. But, you know, a team that a lot of people thought may not even make the playoffs in the beginning of the season. They're in the hunt to make the third seed, um, especially yeah. since um, you know a few players got hurt and Kawhi may not be coming back. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do know. But apparently on the update on Kawhi, they said they could get another update in a month. So he's probably going to end up coming back, it seems. Uh, it's just prolonged injury. But, Must make sure he's... But what's, um, Pop said he has a date. For for um for him, like if he doesn't come back on this date, he's not going to play him regardless of of whenever he says he's going to be ready. So if, if Kawhi said like oh, I'm ready in, in the middle of the postseason, he's like no, nah, I'm not playing you. Well, uh, that being said, my highlight player is Ben Wallace. What? Oh man, it came out of nowhere, man. Agent, why is it Ben Wallace? Uh, I met him in real life. Yo, right, did you know yeah. Ben Wallace? Okay, all right. All right, no, no, not, no, no. I have to, to tell this. you this. I have to tell you because you can. I want to know what you we're think. We're not about, about this. to do this. Are you going to tell me how tall he is? Because I know he's not as tall as he's listed. No, no. Let me say right, it, man. Ahead, and then you'll, you'll. Okay, uh, Ben Wallace is whatever. You know how like NBA players after they're done their career they get into like new endeavors. 
what Ben Wallace is getting into is RC car racing. Like they have like they have like tournaments and people dead getting paid like thirty, forty, fifty thousand to drive RC cars. And I don't know if you ever seen like the the videos of like the robot wars where people control robots, but it's like that. And he showed me a video. It's the weirdest thing ever, man. Like <laughs> like it's such a weird thing to be passionate about. But uh, I just thought it was really funny. And he was a really cool dude. Uh, and he kind of took some shots at uh, Lavar Ball in the video. It was pretty funny. I don't know if you watched it. He basically said NBA is a sport, is not a gimmick because he's saying like Lavar Ball is treating it like a game. But it's serious. Like this, this the NBA. You gotta protect the brand. He's like, okay. I mean, it's cool to get the opinion of one of the old heads in the NBA. And uh, anyway, it was it was neat meeting him. He's my highlight player because honestly, I couldn't think of one. And I was gonna give it to Westbrook for having fifteen percent from the three point field, <laughs> but I, I didn't want to do that. Um, that's where we yeah, are. Shout out to Ben Wallace. I'm actually, my next video that I'm uploading tomorrow is gonna be about the Pistons. So yeah, shout out to Ben Wallace. Interesting. Hey, Lo, can I request a video for the people? No. So, I guess we'll see y'all next. Wow. <laughs> wow. I seriously thought you were going to say yes, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Gilbro. All right, man. Lo, could you could you tell me about the Spurs before Tim Duncan? I, I would love to, to see you. You know what's crazy? Bro. One of my ideas was going to talk about the year that ruined David Robinson's career. Because David Robinson's career basically went down in a drain within a year span, which is the craziest thing in the world. Yeah, definitely. By the way, your video did well, the one about... Charles Barkley, yeah, you need to make that into a series ASAP, yeah, my guy. That's what I'm gonna start doing. Yo, uh, yeah, no, shout out to everybody no who listens to the podcast. All my podcast people, you all, you know, we do this for y'all, man. We we go, we go out there and give our hearts on a line every single podcast just for you all. What I will start doing though is, or at least attempting to do so, is try to upload these every Sunday and Wednesday or Thursday, one of the two, so we can be on a schedule, so you all can be expecting us to be dropping the podcast but shout out to y'all shout out to the um podcast network shout out to everyone who's supporting us shout out to jareed aka king of fourth quarter shout out to b souls and then with their podcast shout out to agent for almost dying and i uh, will see y'all next podcast thanks man i just wanted you to bring that up one more time for that in the podcast yeah you almost died Peace. wow you're not gonna say nothing <laughs> I said I said it for you. I said nah, it. Nah, you're not gonna say that to the people. Wow, and you're gonna take my line. Yeah, peace. Bye. Peace. But you do that every single podcast. You know that's not gonna catch on. That's how you sound. That's exactly how you sound. Yeah, no, I'm gonna start taking it from you, bro. That's my thing now. Wow, you're so corny. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna. It's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.